Well, here's another episode of More Than Music, and this one is going to be an absolute cracker because this man is just a killer in the studio and on the decks. Joel Fletcher, love him. Yeah, like he's one of those DJs, man. I've seen perform at a festival, and everyone goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Perform in a club or, or play at a club, and everyone is like. And I mean this in a good way, sweaty and rank and dancing around and everyone's losing their mind. Like wherever he is, wherever he plays, people are having fun. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing with that is, is because the tracks he brings out, are they're heavy, but they have that commercial vibe and they've got that hip hop vibe. Uh, and that's what he loved as well. And this is why I think I relate to him because I love the hip hop style thing and, and he's put it into the, the sound that he's created. Yeah, for cool. sure. Like you've got like Swing with Savage and that was the one that, that's the one track whenever I think Joel Fletcher, I think boom, Savage, Swing. Yeah, yeah. And that made it to radio. I can't believe that. Like how did how did he, you know, get the bounce sound onto radio? So th- this is a huge thing for Joel Fletcher. Big time. And, you know, I've always been quite open about like the way I see certain hip hop acts and some dance acts and I turn around and go, until I actually sit down and chat to them, Mm. I go, oh, hold on, no, no, no. You know what you're doing and your view on the industry, like someone like Joel Fletcher's view on on creating music and how he does it and seeing others around him is just incredible. So yeah, mate, I love making music and you know, I love playing shows and that's as far as I look at it really. I don't really look at it as a competition, so. And that's the thing, and that's why we hit him up about it, because I feel like, you know, you bring out your tracks and you, you want to follow the trend, you want to follow what's going on in the industry, and, you know, you want to make it big because, you know, this person's doing it, or, you know, the getters are doing it, and the you know, the big guys that are on radio at the moment have brought out those songs, and Joel Fletcher, you know, he's not following these trends, he's creating his own trend with his sound, and he's still making it onto radio. That's it, like, he's all about sticking to exactly who he is and being true to himself. Yeah. Like, listening and talking to him, I kind of go... Man, I vibe with that. Like, yeah. on a, not only on a musical level, but on a personal level. Yeah, he got me That's excited to creativity. go back to the studio. He got me really excited about going back to the studio. Yeah, no doubt. Like, when are you going to fucking release another track, Zone? <laughs> maybe I should hit up Joel Fletcher. Maybe we could do a track together. Yeah, well, maybe. You never know. Oh, well, let's find out right here with Joel Fletcher. Joel Fletcher has changes his brand new single with Keenan Brown, and we love it here. Man, that drop is Fat as F, man. I love this track. Yeah. Joel, how you going? Brother, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic now that we have you um, talking to us. Good to be here. Yeah, Joel, fresh from down in Melbourne. Dude, how um, how did the partnership with Kenyon Brown come about? Um, introduced through by a guy named Fortify. I don't know if you guys yeah. know him. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so Sam introduced us oh, probably, this is going back six, seven years ago. Fortify is a guy with a bit, all those tats and everything, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing really well for himself, um, living over in Dubai and stuff like that now. So wow. good on him. But yeah, we got introduced through through Sam and we didn't really connect through music until obviously the record we did Vibe, um, yeah. which was only going back, what, a year now or something? Um, so yeah, that's how we got connected. And yeah, he's, he's great to work with, man. Really cool. Well, obviously, Changes is the, I, I guess it was like a reboot of Midas Touch. Um, and, yes. and it's so cool because I used to love Midas Touch and I used to have a high energy version of it actually that I used to always play. Um, and now this is so cool because it starts and you're kind of like cool pop vibe. And then when it drops, it's just like, yeah, it just, it pumps. It, it really, really has a bit of a Joel, a Joel Fletcher in there and, and it kind of still can be 
played on a dance floor and on radio. So you've done a really good well, that's, job. That's of it. the thing. It's it's still got my touches, but it's it has more of a commercial element also. Um, and yeah, it was one of my favorite records growing up. Um, and it was also one of Kenyon's favorite records as well. So for us, it was a no-brainer to to put our own spin to it. When you hear it, it's, it's got that Joel Fletcher vibe. Tracks like Swing, you turn around and go like, oh, damn, that's that's heavy, that hits, and you, you just want to bounce to it. Yeah. And then you got this where you kind of go, oh, yeah, I can do anything I want to this, but you can still yeah, yeah. tell that it's it's a Joel Fletcher sitch going on. It's still got that bass line there, and it's... I think if you sped it up to, say, 128 BPM, it'd sound like one of my records every day of the week. But because this has slowed down a little bit more, it, ha- it gives it that more, a little bit more of a commercial feel. Is this the kind of vibe that we're thinking with your music moving forward? Like, Zan is saying mm. Midas Touch, one of my favourite tracks as well. And I love that kind of that you've got a lot of DJs kind of switching up lanes and being like, I can now piece a bit of the old school together with my new vibe and in creating something special and fresh. Is that where the new Joel Fletcher sounds are going to move? Yeah, I mean, I love experimenting. I don't try to limit myself to any genre. Um, and yeah, I, I wouldn't say this is the new direction I'm going in. I, I make what I feel at the time and, and that's what I was feeling. So yeah. That's great, man. And um, you've obviously had a massive journey so far. Like I've obviously, I've seen you in the scene for quite a bit of time. I feel like you were one of the founders of the Melbourne Bounce well, uh, alongside Will Sparks. Yeah. Um, and and the sound really generated from, uh, people look at your name and go, yeah, we know uh, Joel Fletcher from you know, all that Melbourne Bounce sound and that really, you bang out some good tracks. I don't think I've ever had a track of yours that's been shit. Like, it's always a good, you've always, oh, uh, you, yeah, we always finish it off with a bit of a Midas touch. Um, so, um, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's really cool that you've brought out these quality tracks and, um, and yeah, you're right. The genre, uh, your genres are never set on one thing. Cause you, I'm pretty sure you, you've brought out like a hip hop-ish sort of vibe before, haven't you? Yeah, I did a, I did a record with Savage, um, that had yeah, a bit of a hip hop sort of touch to it. Um, so yeah, I never limit myself to anything. But that's cool that your fans still will believe in the track regardless of this uh, this type of song it is. Because obviously, Absolutely, some people yeah. are like, oh, electronic. Oh, why is he bringing out that shit? But really, people are like, they're like following your trend. Yeah, I mean, there are people that sit there. You know, the selected few that sit there and hate on you for for changing it up a bit. But you know, as an artist, people, I think fans want to see the artist explore and do different things mm. and be creative and, and be different as well so while still sticking to your your sound you know yeah, your vibe. Without, without yeah without completely going the opposite direction and yeah um how do you find the scene because um obviously there's so many new producers out there everyone's at home exp- uh, exploring new sounds and trying to compete against each other how do you feel like you're competing against people or you're just like sort of going with it you're not having to deal with that you're like no i'm my own person i don't have to worry about anyone i think I would have been done a long time ago if I thought of it that way. Um, It'd do your head in for sure. So yeah, mate, I love making music and, you know, I love playing shows and that's as far as I look at it really. I don't really look at it as a competition, so. No, I get that. And in terms of playing shows, I remember seeing you play down at Love Machine in Melbourne and man, it's just a vibe. Not only being, not, not only the Melbourne like club scene, but every set like I think that was the second time I'd seen you play yeah and everyone was just smiling happy and 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 the reception was insane what's your favorite part about performing live I mean especially playing in Melbourne you know where I'm from I I feel like they have a bigger appreciation for the artists that come from here so when we're playing shows in Melbourne it's just it feels that little bit bigger do you know what I mean yeah 
Um, and yeah, just feeding off the crowd's energy is always, always awesome. And just getting to play your own music at your shows, man, that's, that's the funnest part. That's awesome. And you're, you're a young guy. Like, you've achieved a lot of, uh, you've kicked a lot of goals. And, and I know even like Swing, you hit a few platinums. And, um, and yeah, it, you, I feel like you should be really proud of what you've done. Is that, what's, what's your, um, your highest achievement so far that you, you think you've just nailed it? I would say getting, you know, the sound that we created onto the radio. Yeah, getting swing on there. I can't believe they actually yeah. played that like on on rotation. Yeah. Like con- yeah, before yeah. that hit the radio, you'd never think that a sound like that would make it on commercial radio. I feel like so. there, yeah, there's there's three songs that I always would say, "How the hell did that get on radio?" It's <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Will Sparks, yeah. Joel Fletcher Swing, and Freaks yeah. by Timmy. Like what yeah, the hell cool. happened? <laughs> we we still spin out about it today, man. We we sit there and think, "How did that happen?" But yeah, that's I'd say that's probably my biggest accomplishment for sure. That's a great accomplishment to have. Breaking breaking the rules of radio. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We could just say, That's could, what we try and do. Yeah. Let me just say it right now. Fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> the funniest part was, I was actually, I was in a car in a yeah. transfer in Sydney, yeah. um, sitting in the back seat. And I heard this song come on the radio. And I don't know if this was before Swing or after. I can't remember. But I, to- I told the driver, turn it up a little bit because I, I recognize the song. And the song was uh, Bring It Back, Me and Will Sparks. Yeah. And I, I hadn't been told that it was going to get played or anything like that. And I'd just come from a – I played a show the night before heading to the airport the next day. And I'm just sitting there in the car and on comes Bring It Back. And I'm thinking, what the hell? <laughs> like, how did this happen? And that's like a, a baby like, independent. Normally the label would tell you, like, this is going to be played. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Was that one to watch the label? Laidback Luke's label, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, wow. So yeah, they were just one to watch. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it just came on the radio, and I was thinking, "Hey, where did this come from?" <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And so you're you're dealing with a lot of international labels for your songs as well. Ah, uh, no. So I've been signed to they're now tomorrow, but which was Ministry of Sound. I've been signed to them since, geez, 2013, I think. Oh, they must be loving you. Um, so I'm yeah. <laughs> still in that deal and I've, I've put out a couple of records over the years through a couple of different international labels but nothing nothing much at all i did one through steve aoki's dim mark and i think one through layback luke's label and that's it everything else is through uh tomorrow when you create your tracks do you create it with the mindset of going is it going to make it to the radio is it like when you finish a, a, a track do you go oh this is going to smash on the radio or do you go I can't wait to perform this at my live set like where is your headspace when you're creating the awesome tracks that you're doing that's a good question back in the day it was purely for me I just make whatever I'm feeling without thinking about a radio play or anything like that these days if I get sent like a, a commercial sort of vocal I'll lay down an idea without thinking about radio but then with a commercial vocal comes I don't know you just get the feels in the studio to, to write sort of a, a bit more of a commercial record so yeah, I guess if you get sent something that's a little bit commercial vocal-wise, you will lean towards trying to appeal for the radio. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, well, that well, that makes a lot I of sense. That. that will work out really well, creation, and then you can tweak it to make it sound to yeah. like. Yeah. But I always, I always try to include and incorporate my sort of signature sounds no matter what, radio or not. Yeah. Now, being in the scene, it's obviously a lot of DJs find it hard to kind of 
um, you know, you, you, your sleep patterns are all off and stuff. Obviously, with um, the lockdown that happened and you have been home. But, you know, when you're out in the in the festivals and the clubs and stuff, how, how do you manage your, like, lifestyle, your fitness, your health uh, versus, you know, your music and going out and working during the night? Like, how do you – do you find it very hard? Because a lot of mental stress out there with these DJs and stuff. Like, do you ever find that you're, you know, stuck in a bit of a, a moment where you just had to get out? Yeah, I definitely felt like that when I was younger. I, I've I made a lot of bad habits of, you know, staying awake all night, sleeping all day. Um, but as you get older, you learn to look after your health a lot more, that's for sure. Um, so it's all about routine for me. I try to stay healthy through the week and um, make sure I'm sleeping well and no drinking during the week and stuff like that. And um, just, yeah, I like to look after myself. So We had a chat to the Loud Luxury Boys and yep. just as we, <laughs> we signed on to Zoom, they had push bikes behind them and they were on a massive push bike tour. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> you need that balance when it comes to DJing. Like the partying lifestyle comes with it, it does, yep. and you just need to have some sort of balance. Like, yeah, we, otherwise we, yeah. you run yourself into the ground. Oh, bro, we've been drinking scotch every morning at 9am it's, it's stupid I, I really really need to rethink my life right now after things, things need to have need, things need to change right now I think we need to go through some changes <laughs> well done. he's done it again he's done it again <laughs> you, got, you got the pun today <laughs> it's the it's the alcohol it's got me uh, you know what back to changes back to changes do you have any connection to Midas Touch I don't but it's just a there, there was a remix going around years ago it was like an electro sort of remix I just I fell in love with that and I was playing that in my DJ sets when I was a lot younger um, so I guess there was that connection as you know clubs and stuff like that just a record that I love man that's that's basically it yeah I'm pretty sure I have the same uh, electro remix that you have I, I swear I want to find yeah. it and I want to send it to you and see if it's the yeah, same it's one. Awesome, man. it it's goes for about cool. 8 minutes though do you know what they still play that on the radio today Oh, do they really? Huh. They play that. It's, it gets pumped on all the big stations still. So That's amazing. I'm hoping they can put my remix on. <laughs> yours, it, yours is great. Everyone should check out Joel Fletcher's single, Changes. It's out and I'm, he, I'm sure you have a fucking banger ready to go straight after this one. <laughs> yeah, I've got my next single. I'm not sure on a date yet, but it's uh, with a rap duo called The Brothers from Sydney. I'm sure you boys know them. Oh, yeah, CK, nice. yeah. Yeah, so I've got a, a single coming out with them, hopefully in July. So that's a, that's a banger. Can't that's, wait to drop that one. Well, so we've got a bit more of a uh, another hip-hop-inspired... Yeah, yeah. Dude, I love hip-hop. I, I grew up on hip-hop, so I love incorporating, you know, all the hip-hop elements, and I love working with rappers and, and all that sort of stuff. Dude, so. are, we, are we talking like old-school hip-hop? or what, Yeah, bro. Old-school. I love the new stuff as well, but old-school stuff is, is my jam. See, I love that. And I was, I was, that was something I was going to ask you is earlier today, I was having a look at uh, Run DMC Aerosmith. And one of my favorite hip hop albums is Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor. Right. There's a track on there called Instrumental. And it's, it's kind of the first, the first nod after Run DMC and Aerosmith did Walk This Way. The first nod to like, hey, we're going to cross pollinate and have a rock band in hip-hop yeah. and like having that version of you being able to bring hip-hop into your track it's like an, to me I kind of look at it as a bit of a nod to now nah, I love hip-hop I'll bring some hip-hop into my world do you think yeah. about it that way well basically the whole Melbourne sound like it's based on putting a rap acapella over a dirty kick and bass line so that's where the whole Melbourne sound comes from so that's just it's like a it's like a cult here, man. That's just how it's been. Um, and yeah, I, as I said, I've grown up on hip hop, so That's I love sick. incorporating it with my sound. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a slow down version of Chemical Energy. 
Nah, it's nothing like that. <laughs> don't, <laughs> bring, don't, bring, that don't bring the light of day that, that one again. Uh, that, that was a great track, though. Uh, no, the, the new brothers collaboration. It's a it's a bit more up tempo, one thirty two BPM, so a bit faster. Um, oh, again, it's got it's got some cool little. Not, I wouldn't say commercial elements, but a a bit more friendly elements, and the drop is just heavy. It's that's yeah, it. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Can't wait for to get my tans on. <laughs> <laughs> have thing. a gab. <laughs> yeah, see, have a gab. Get up and move. Damn. <laughs> you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like talking to these artists just really opens up my mind to go, mm. oh wow, man, like. You are more than your music. The whole idea of this podcast is like you hear someone's track and you go, where did that come from? Whatever. You listen to his story and you go, there you go. He's a creative genius that has worked hard at his sound and he's got the right idea in the right headspace. He knows what he's doing. When you go into the studio and make a song, there's a lot of people that go into a studio and go, okay, I'm going to make this. It's going to sound right. I put a commercial vocal behind it and it's going to just be, you know, a hit. It doesn't work like that. You know, you could bring out any cover track and you, you could just end up on some Spotify playlist and whatever. Someone like Joel Fletcher has built his reputation. He's, you know, his marketing is amazing. His sound is already created. He's got the underground sound. Like, if you go to one of his sets, and as you said, you know, earlier, he, you know, there's a sweaty, sweaty sweat box when you go in there. But yeah. sometimes you don't even hear the tracks that he, you hear on radio or the stuff that you hear on Spotify. You see... You hear this banging set and he's made all these tracks that are never released. They're just free sets. Yeah. And they're fucking hot. They're just hot. And that's why these guys, like, they, they I feel like they need more. They, they need more um, recognition for what they've done. But, you know, Joel Fletch is huge. You know Joel Fletch's name. Yeah. Obviously. But we need, you know, they should be like, you know, they should be the Calvin Harris. They should be. It's, it, it is a hard game to play, and these guys are really smashing it out. For sure. And even with his view on what he's doing, you go, well, it doesn't, I don't care that I'm not covered. It'd be great, but I don't care. Like, I, I'm running my own race, and if my race ends up getting me further and further and further, happy days. But well, yeah. I'm running it. I feel like this is like really leading up to next week's episode because it, it really just um, and this is what's going to happen. Next week we're not going to have any guests. We're just going to we're just going to have a chat. Tony B and I are going to have a chat because we need to tell you the story behind how we got to where we are right now. Even the background of where I where I am and where Tony B stands and how we got together Tony B. Yeah. This how is, this <laughs> partnership came about. Yeah. How this friendship grew. We've been hit up a fair bit being like, tell us your story. What's going on? Why don't we just put it out there? It's amazing how organic it was that you and I, what we've done and what we will continue to do and where we're looking at getting. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool to just kind of explain that. Can I name Can I name the next week's episode, please? Yeah, of course. Okay, I want to call it. I want to call it behind the mic. Just behind the mic. I like that. I think it's kind of cool. Ooh, no? Okay. It's like it's like one of those like episodes on the TV. And it's like behind the like it's like the the Simpsons episode where it, like it shows into like the behind the scenes of what happened in Simpsons, and it's like this really cool like what the hell just happened here? Why is it you know why did this happen and why did this happen? I feel like I'm talking about nothing right now. No one's going to tune into next week's episode. Well, I fucking hope someone does. Well, at least the people that were asking us, dude, here's your answer. Yeah. Uh, do you have any people that ask how we actually became friends? And uh, I'd love to tell the story. So let's do that next week. Well, that's it. You're going to hear just from Zanon and I next week. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> On more than music. Tune in. Tune in.